Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, welcome back to What We Said Podcast. <laughs> we are here. What, Chelsea? Do you guys know how many times Josie makes me restart saying the intro? Because she goes like this, welcome back to what we said. And I'm like, we can't post that. I know. Um, People would turn off immediately. I'm grateful for you. <laughs> we are reporting live from New York City, guys. NYC, the big freaking apple. We came to New York City when we were seniors in high school with our high school dance team, which was such a fun trip. Was it? I'm kidding. It really was. <laughs> but we do have one thing to say. <laughs> what do we have? Are we exposing people? No, we're not exposing people. I won't write down their last names. <laughs> no, they, um, are you recording me? No. Oh. JC had her phone, like, perfectly positioned, like, looking straight at no, me. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. No. So we went to New York, like she said, and we were probably, what, 18, 17? Yeah. Something like that. And we all were supposed to meet in the lobby. We had a call time of, like... 6 a.m. or something nutso like that. Our our dance team. Yeah, Wait, our did dance I say team. that it was our dance team in high school? Yeah, yeah, our dance team. You know, our dance team was like, okay, you guys, everyone has been 6 a.m. or we're, we're leaving at six at like 6.05, so you have to be here at 6 exactly. So we're like, cool. We get down there. It's like 6.01. Everyone's gone. <laughs> Left us. We walk out the door, and our dance teacher and our dance team are like down the road like in new york city we're 17 year old girls and we see them like literally probably a quarter of a mile away and they wave to us like hurry like you're late and we're like are you kidding me we're literally gonna get kidnapped and my parents are gonna sue you <laughs> seriously just kidding. one by one minute yeah and i just remember our dance teacher being like sorry guys you need to be on time and we're like you're gonna get in trouble yeah. lady my mom was Look, not happy about that looking back i'm like wait we were old enough to not be scared of that yeah but now for I'm some like, reason huh. Because that was our first time well, being like we were in high school by guys. And we yeah. were like, I'm scared. It was just scary walking by ourselves. Also, because we're not used to New York at all. We're used to Gilbert, Arizona, which is very different. So that was Nothing fun. Nothing like that has happened since we've Except been here today. that a guy put his arm around <gasps> me and was like, hey, baby. We got um, vegan edibles. We got vegan edibles. <laughs> I was like, how many? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, Chelsea's on, <laughs> Chelsea was on the phone with Nick, her husband, and he goes, um, just don't don't make eye contact with him until she's like, great, that's the first thing I did. <laughs> I know. Because she looked at him right in the eyes. But I, I also feel like that's what people have told me to do is make eye contact and be loud and if make sure they know I've seen their face. But I don't think he was trying to do anything. But no, he, he was, was just being annoying. annoying. And he got mad. <gasps> Jinx, best friends. So New York has been so fun so far. We are staying at the Public Hotel, 
which is so beautiful. beautiful. Except for only only con, only negative is that we went downstairs to buy snacks and I bought some honey roasted or honey mustard pretzel things and they were $13. And it was like an average bag of chips, like smaller than average. Yeah. Oh, you could go to Whole Foods and get that for maybe $4. Yeah. And 13. Well, the, the other shocking part was... Why did I, I thought, go through with it? That's the problem. I'm like, okay, and swipe <laughs> my card. You didn't even question. Well, what am I going to do? Be like, 13? Ooh. Yeah, well, I, I guess I should have done that. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Stand up for myself? <laughs> um, I thought that everything was going to be really expensive down there. But not but that it's just expensive. That. No, but I'm just saying, like, that was the only thing that was the weird part. Because I got a bag of licorice that wasn't much smaller. Like, it was still... I thought the candy was going to be more. as much, or if not more, yeah. And it was like four ninety five or something. Awesome! Someone's breaking into our hotel room. <laughs> Did you not hear that? It's like boom, boom in the door. <laughs> oh my! The hatchet? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think twice about that. Also, um, the elevators here go so fast. I'm not kidding you guys. It skips a floor. We'll be in the lobby. We're on. Well, maybe I shouldn't say what. No, it like, we're in this room number. <laughs> it doesn't matter because we'll be gone. We'll be gone by then. We were on the ninth floor, and all of a sudden, I pushed ninth, and it was like. One five nine. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And one of the workers was in there. He's like, Yeah, it's pretty fast. It's kind of scary sometimes. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> not comforting. No, it does go extremely fast. But anyway, this hotel is so beautiful and also the bed is so comfy. Mm-hmm. What else is were we gonna say? Oh yeah, I wanted to share the highlights and lowlights of our trip so far. And we're not done with our trip either. Okay, the highlights are for sure seeing the dogs. Oh, yeah, There the are so many cute dogs in New York. I didn't realize so many people had dogs here. I love it. Like, you just think, I mean, obviously, I know people have dogs. You would think some dogs. other places would have more, but maybe you just see them more because no one has a backyard. Well, exactly, and people just walk, walk everywhere, so mm-hmm. they just have their dogs with them. But it's seriously crazy. There's so many, and they're so, so cute. I haven't seen a Great Dane yet, probably because no one has Great Danes here because... The they live in tiny type. places. Yeah. But just so everyone knows, Great Danes are great apartment dogs because they're so lazy. That they you just didn't know that. They, they, they need exercise, but they don't, they, they're not like running around all day making a ruckus. So, because people say that to me when they see me with my dog, Sophie, they're like, I hope you don't live in an apartment. Yeah. You're I like, hope you don't live in a tiny apartment. You need a big house for that dog. And I'm like, actually, you know nothing about Great Danes. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, you just need a big couch, honestly. Um, the low light of my New York trip so far is that I went down an escalator (laughs) that was supposed to be going, that was going up. I don't even know what was happening because I don't either. I don't know. I don't know how I even did that. I was like calculating. (laughs) I'm looking at it like, oh, oh my gosh, I can't step. I can't step because it was coming up. So you realized before? Yeah, that's the weird part. But for some reason I just went through with it and stepped and then it like shot me up and I almost fell. I was, I'm like, who am I? What am I doing? <laughs> I know, it was right thing. when we got there, too. Yeah, I think my head was in a different place. I really can't think about multiple things at once. It's kind of scary. Yeah. I cannot multitask. So, yeah, but it's been really fun so far, and I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it has. That's not sarcastic, but I'm serious. No, we have a beautiful view from our room, too. Um, And also, the food has been great, except... There's so many places that we want to go in so little time. So who knows how many places we'll actually get to end mm-hmm. up going that we have on our list. What have we tried since we've been here? We've tried by Chloe, which is also in L.A., um, but we love it. So we went. And then I'm so sad because we tried to go to this um, vegan yogurt, like frozen yogurt place, but it was it's shut down. 
So we I walked don't know if there. It was shut down or they were like remodeling maybe. Something it was, a was weird and it was closed, so we couldn't go there. But then we went to this that ice cream place, which I'm not per- sure how to pronounce so it. So good. Van Van Leeuwen? Van Lee something. Um it was so good. Legitimately some mm-hmm. of the best ice cream I've ever had. It was super no good. Joke. Is that literally all the food we've had? I'm confused. We've been here for multiple days. Where did we days. go for breakfast yesterday? Oh, we went to Hugh Kitchen or who? Oh yeah, Hugh Kitchen, which was good. Yeah. And then this morning we went to Citizens of Gramercy, mm-hmm. which was also really good. And cute. So, it was so cute. It was really cute in there. But today we are talking about traveling. I've, we've been meaning to make this podcast episode for a while now. I asked you guys some trot. Well, if you guys had any travel related questions on my Instagram and then I was just going to tell like stories about traveling and just answer some frequently Good asked questions. So I obviously know nothing about it. <laughs> Guys, I have never been out of the country. So if anyone wants to start a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been to Mexico on a cruise once. That counts. Yeah, that does count. Um, I've also never been to Hawaii. My husband's going to listen to this and be like, stop complaining on your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Naming all the places you want to go the most. I've also never been to Spain, Nick. I'm like, you know what else would be nice? <laughs> Bali. <laughs> no, the thing is, is we've tried. I mean, we can probably get into this too, where you can help. I'm like, help me. But <laughs> where we plan it and then something just gets in the way because we've never made it a commitment. Like we've never yeah. been like, I commit to this trip. We're like, maybe in August we'll go to Bali. And then it just doesn't work and out. And it comes up and I'm like, eh, I can't, we can't do this. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, totally. You kind of have to have that committed to a while ago. Chelsea, <laughs> I, she's like supposed to be finding the question. She's looking at selfies of herself. Awesome. I'm like, wow, I'm beautiful. <laughs> so I'm kind of on your guys' side here where I'm getting advice from JC as well because I need to know about traveling. I want JC to tell us her best moment. And her worst moment that she's had while traveling. And I have a few of both. Is that okay? Well, you only get one. <laughs> no. Crap. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start. We'll, we'll alternate. So start with the worst. Oh, start with the worst? Yeah. Okay. One of the worst travel experiences was me and Leif were in San Francisco. And we were there to shoot a wedding. So we were just there for, I think, maybe one night or two nights. I can't remember. And we were in our hotel room. It was maybe three in the morning. And we're dead asleep, and we just hear, like, and the door opens, my our hotel room door. And I shot up in bed, and a man walks into our room. And I literally was speechless. Like, I didn't scream. I didn't do anything. I was just, like, in complete shock. And Leif was, I think, still asleep, but I shot up super fast when I heard the door. <gasps> and then he just goes, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, and gets out. And we still have no idea, like, what the heck happened. We don't know. They just gave him the wrong room key We don't know if he, yeah, he got the wrong room key. I'm assuming that's what it was because he that didn't seem. horrifying. Yeah, because I don't know what else it could have been, but I'm like, how did they mess up that? I don't know what. I seriously have no idea what that happened. That is everyone's worst nightmare. Yeah, and I'm like, the horrifying part, well, that I thought was, was he going to do something? But then I shut up in bed and he got... I don't know why he'd be scared of me, yeah. but I don't know if he just like <laughs> caught up guard. you're huge. <laughs> I don't know if he just got caught off guard and was like, oh crap. I don't know. I do not understand, but I th- really think he just got the wrong room key somehow. Mm-hmm. Or my other thing was I was like, do literally the room keys work for every room? And they just don't. They just tell you like, go to this room. I'm sure that's not the case, but. Oh my gosh. Let's anyway. Try it. <laughs> so that was really crazy. That was terrifying. I mean, obviously everything was fine. It didn't, it was not a big deal, but ever since then I do the, on the hotel rooms, the like little, Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? What chain lock thing that mm-hmm. pulls over? 
should I do all the worst ones first or the worst, best, worst, worst best, best, worst, best. Okay. So we're alternating. So I think one of my very favorite travel memories is just my whole experience traveling to Bali for the first time, because that was shortly after Leif and I got married and it was his first time out of the country. So that was Leif's first big trip. And it was just, I think that's why we love Bali so much. It's just like has a little special place in our heart because of that, but also because it has everything we love. Like Leif loves the water and I love good food and it, we just love it there. But that was just such a fun experience because it was so new to him and it's fun traveling, mm-hmm. you know, and kind yeah. of anyway. So that was so, so fun. Oh, um, that's sweet. Yeah. Okay. The other worst one is that when we were in Italy, so we were in Tuscany, also shooting a wedding. So maybe it's just bad luck. And we were in this Airbnb and they booked the Airbnb for us, the couple, like we didn't book anything for that trip. So anyway, the Airbnb was nice and everything, but the lady that owned the Airbnb and she lived very close. I think maybe next door or something spoke absolutely zero English, nothing, not at all. So when we first got there, it was super hard to communicate. Like normally people speak a little bit of English or you can speak like a few words of Italian Mm -hmm. to them and like you guys can communicate, but seriously it was nothing. So it was really hard to check in and everything. That whole process was kind of crazy. And then a few days in, so I think maybe day two and she came into my room into the room not even just like into the house but like into the actual room and I was sitting on the bed and Leif was showering and she just starts screaming at me in Italian and I had no idea what she was saying like did it look like she was lecturing you yeah super mad so mad and was just screaming screaming and I'm not joking when I say screaming like not just kind of raising her voice like screaming at me And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm trying to find on my phone, like, to translate or something because she's obviously very, very upset. And she's saying, like, la luce a lot. And so I'm trying to look up. And I think it means what I gathered is that the lights were on. And she didn't want them to be on because it was, like, wasting, like, gas or something. Oh, left the lights on? Wait, gas? What am I saying? (sighs) It was wasting, like, the electricity. Yeah. And so I don't know if we left the lights on. I don't really still know what she was trying to say, but she was freaking out at me and she did that for probably three minutes and then just like threw her hands up in the air and was so annoyed that I couldn't understand her and just left and that was it like I don't think we ever saw her again oh my god but to this day I'm like what What could have warranted that much anger she was so upset at me it was crazy so that was that actually in the moment like I was literally tearing up Mm because I felt so bad I had, had no idea what she was saying and I was just scared because she was this crazy lady that was just screaming at me so anyway that was great (laughs) and then I realized (sighs) that I realized that my other okay wait I'll I'll go back to another good travel experience was when me and my mom were in Tokyo honestly the details of this are fuzzy and I wish I had it written down somewhere maybe I do but we ran out of money like actual um bills or whatever to pay for things so we only had a card and we were trying to get to an ATM so we could get more money out, but we couldn't find one that was open because of the day or whatever. And so we were at this little cafe in Japan and we were telling the lady, the the waitress, she was young, she's college age. She worked there and we were telling her, we don't have any money, but we're trying to get to an ATM and there's none open. Like, can you just help us like find one or something? Mm-hmm. We were just asking her and she said, or I think we couldn't. We had to take the train somewhere or something, but we didn't have any money to even take the train. So it was this whole thing. And anyway, very long story short, again, there was kind of a language barrier there too. 
but she gave us money, her own money. She was like, I can help you. Like, I'll give you my money. And we were like, no, no, no. Like, just, we just need to figure out how to get here. And so she gave us money and we were like, that's so nice. Like, thank you so much. And we thought she gave us $20, which was like super generous and nice. And then we, we got to the place we needed to and like got our money out and stuff. And then we did the math and she had given us $200. And we literally, yeah, we literally started bawling because we're like, she is a college student girl and she was just helping us out because we had no money. Like she thought, like a waitress. So it's not like she's no, just this sweet little waitress. And we're like, she probably doesn't even have money. Yeah. And she's just trying to help us out because she, I don't know if she thought we had no money for the rest of our trip or Mm -hmm. what. There was a language barrier, like I said, but she gave us $200. So I can't remember if we... Yeah, we went back and gave her back. Aww. We either mailed it back or gave it back in person. I honestly can't remember, but we gave it back to her. We like wrote her a note. I think she was gone. And we wrote her a note. It was like, thank you so much. Like, this was so kind. Aww. But um, yeah, it was insane. That's so, so sweet. It was the sweetest thing. And something that I've learned traveling <laughs> is that there's so much more good than bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have bad travel experiences for sure, but it's so cool to see how much good there is in the world and People are generally just good. Mm-hmm. Like they will help you. I mean, there's certain places where definitely if I've had experiences where they're like not much help or they're kind of rude and they won't help you even if they know English. There's definitely that aspect. But honestly, people are so much more helpful than you'd think. Yeah. So and then I'll just give a few more really fast. So another bad travel experience is that we locked our keys. So we had um, we were staying at an Airbnb and every time we'd close the door, it would automatically lock. And we left the keys inside. And this is in Italy. Did I already say that? I don't know. But again? Again, yeah. All of these are there's another one that was in Italy too. They were all different trips too. That's the funny part. So they're all in different places in Italy. But we um locked our yeah, the keys in there and the guy who owned the Airbnb was in South Africa. So his oh, mom shoot. his mom was kind of running everything, but again, she spoke no English at all. So we had to text her and anyway, she ended up bringing us the keys like an hour or two later. We just had to wait, but that was very so annoying. annoying at the moment. Yeah. And then just one more was the white road hike. This is a good experience. Was the white road hike in Hawaii on the Big Island. Um, Leif's dad lives on the Big Island of Hawaii, and we went to visit him, and we did this hike, which I think is illegal and maybe now closed, but it basically is a pretty long hike, and destination yeah. is like a waterfall slide in literally in the middle of the jungle. And it's so cool. And I had just broken my hand, so I couldn't actually go oh, down I that it. picture. Yeah, I couldn't go down it, but it was just so, it was the coolest hike. And there was literally no one else on the trail. So it was just me and Leif. And it was when we were dating. It was just so fun. Yeah. Like that's one of my favorite travel experiences. And I think we, I wrote it down in my journal, but um, yeah. So that was really fun. I like those. Yeah. I like to know that you had bad experiences. <laughs> no, I'm just Great. kidding. But I think it is good for people to know that because when they see travel bloggers, it's like, wow, what a beautiful, amazing trip. And it's like, you have to realize, like you and Leif were saying earlier, getting there is terrible because you have to, like, you're flying and you have to, like, take yeah, cars yeah, yeah. here. Traveling itself is not it's so not always that glamorous. Fun. Yeah. Um, but there is also a lot of good. Instead of going internationally, like even around in different states, it's just interesting to see that also people are just genuinely good. Yeah. And I mean, they not live that they're such helping you lives. with like, yeah, exactly. They're just nice. You go into a store, you get in good conversation and it's just like, 
this is what life's about like yeah. connecting with people and talking yeah. to people and i think that traveling it's so humbling and it's so cool to see that the world is so much bigger than just you, you like i yeah. have, i feel like it has really opened up my eyes and changed my perspective on a lot of things because a lot of people are just like and eh, traveling's not my thing like i don't mm-hmm. like traveling which i guess that's fine like not, not everyone's the same i get that but in my opinion it's just so important to travel at some point in your life because it's just an experience that you can't explain and it really does change your perspective when you see how many people there are in the world for one Mm -hmm. and for two how different they all live and it's it's just crazy like whenever we're in a different country I just think to myself these people have their life and this is what they're doing every single day Mm -hmm. while I'm back doing this you know and we all have such different lives I don't know how to explain it really no I I get that I understand what you're saying, like, phenomenal. Because even here when I'm walking down the street, I'm like, oh, these people live this life. Like, yeah. That's their life. That's and I'm just life. here, like, getting a glimpse of it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Okay, so we're going to answer, well, not we're, JC's going to answer some questions that you guys have. Um. So let's see. Well, first and foremost, what's the favorite place you've ever traveled to and why? I seriously, it's so cliche, but I don't feel like I can because they are all so, so different. Different. And I love them all, like all the places I've traveled to for different reasons. Um, can I pick three? Yeah. Okay. Well, like I mentioned, we love Bali. There is just this vibe there that literally cannot be explained. It's so, so I hired a photographer and we, um, she's super awesome. I love her. And we were in the car the other day talking and she's been to Bali as well. And I was just saying, like, there is a vibe about Bali that I can picture myself right now there and I feel this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I feel different. And she was like, oh my gosh, I know exactly. Like she understood what I was saying. Yeah. And I don't know how to explain it in words, but there's just this feeling where seriously, if I just picture myself in Bali, is it I like feel more, different. Well, give us a, a, like, is it relaxed? Is it? Yeah, it's relaxed. It's like low exciting, kind of low key, like, so, tropical yeah I don't even know I cannot explain it in words there it's almost like close-knit like where we would okay. travel to a lot in Bali is called Chenggu and that's what I'm explain. that's what I'm picturing when I'm saying Bali because Bali's mm-hmm. you know has lots of different places obviously but um in Chenggu where we've stayed it's just very like I get the vibe that everyone kind of knows each other and it's like okay. there's like regulars at cafes and stuff and it's very kind of close-knit and just and- yeah but I don't know. I just love it so much yeah. there. So anyway, cool. I'm sorry that I can't like explain things in words, but um, I love Bali. And like I said, it just has a special place in our heart because that's our first place we traveled to together. And yeah, it's also very cheap. So yeah. that's very nice. Well, and you said they have good surfing and good food yeah. and all that stuff. Good yeah. vegan food. Yes. Okay. And then I love all of Europe, honestly, but Italy is one of, my, I think, my favorite country that I've been to in Europe because I've surprisingly been there, actually, I don't know how many times, but maybe four or five times and always to different places in mm-hmm. Italy. And so I've been to the Amalfi Coast, which is amazing. I just think Italy all around is beautiful and insane. There are so many amazing places within yeah, Italy. I want to go to Italy so bad. Ever since I was little, I wanted to go to Italy. Yeah. You would fit in so well. I know. JC texted me and she's like, everyone here looks like you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because I'm Italian. I know. It's so pretty there. So anyway, I loved Amalfi Coast. Like I know that 
Positano and um, Amalfi Coast, like it's been very, um, I don't know what the word overdone. is, overdone as far in the world of like travel blogging, but genuinely it's There's breathtaking. A like yeah. it is so beautiful. Tuscany, we shot a wedding in Tuscany, which is amazing. And then we just recently traveled this year to Puglia, which is a region in Italy and specifically Ostuni. I'm not positive if I'm, if I'm saying that correctly, but it is the cutest little place ever. Leif was like, we were obsessed with it. We stayed in an Airbnb there for, I think, three nights. Is that the really cute Airbnb? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just, I I love it. And then my last place. How's the food in Italy? The food is honestly, to me, exactly what you expect. It's like there's not, it's pizza, pasta, and gelato like that is gin and bread like sounds good to me no it's really good for sure but um sometimes when we're in italy or just europe in general for a while i'm like okay i need some like because i ordered a salad <sighs> in a italy. smoothie <laughs> yeah because i ordered a salad in italy and it was not good it was literally leaves well like greens and mm-hmm. olive oil yeah and i'm like eh, i need more yeah i need more from you yeah um, <laughs> i need you to try a little harder italy <laughs> My final place is Australia, and I've only been to Sydney, and so I know that there's so much. Australia is huge. Yeah, yeah, Australia is huge, and there are so many beautiful places in Australia that I want to go to. But Australia was the place that me and Leif both agreed we could totally live there. That's that's the place I would live if I had to choose to live somewhere out of the country, I think, because it's just – I love it so much. The food is amazing. It's very expensive. That was the only downside um but the food was amazing the beaches are so beautiful like the people are so nice the accent is beautiful (laughs) yeah the accent is great um so anyway I loved it there I think those are my top three favorites but really I'm I mean everywhere that I've been has I've haven't been anywhere that I'm like ew I hated that I'll never go back yeah like I honestly have loved everywhere so like, what about Tucson, Arizona? I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like Tucson. Um, <laughs> Tucson tries to make it up. No, I really do, actually. It's just a, I feel like a joke. Everyone says that Tucson's the armpit of Arizona. Um, okay. When you travel, do you plan the majority of your activities or are you more go with the flow? So I think that I'm right in the middle. I like to have somewhat of a plan because if not, I feel like I kind of waste time. Mm-hmm. Um. Especially when you stay in a pretty hotel or a nice Airbnb, it's kind of like you're honestly content just being there. Mm-hmm. And then you, if you don't plan things, then sometimes I find myself just like, we're just still Chilling. at our Airbnb and it's noon. And I'm like, well, why we haven't done anything today. Mm-hmm. So I like having a few things, whether that's per day or per week. Like it depends how long we're there. But let's say we're going somewhere for a week. Usually we'll have three or four things that we're like, we really want to do that or we Mm -hmm. really want to go there. And then the rest of the time we're just kind of chilling because I don't like to plan too much because then I feel like it, you kind of lose the spontaneity. Yeah, spontaneity. No, I think that's the best way to do it is like have a couple things you want to get done and then relax the rest of it. Yeah. Because I'm the same. I'm like almost on the opposite end where I'm just like. When I go on trips with other people and they're like, okay, we got to go this and this and this and this and this and like, let's hit up this place and this place. And I'm just like, oh gosh, like I just want to stay here or like, yeah. I just want to go do this one thing and then well, and blah, blah, blah. But I like having things also planned out that we go to like today, this is our main goal today. Like tomorrow, this is our main goal. And then yeah. the rest is just nice. Well, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. Have we about travel expectations? How, when you're going with a group, 
Oh, have, yeah. I, have I mentioned that? I think that? we've talked about this before. I think we may have, but basically my mom taught me that when you're going on a trip with another person or with a group, you always want to talk about expectations beforehand. That way they're not under the impression that we're going to hike all day and mm-hmm. you're not under the impression that we're going to lounge by the pool all day because yeah, that would yeah, just yeah. be a horrible trip if your expectations were so different. So I always kind of like to do that before even just with me and Leif we will talk about our expectations he's like oh I want to do this and I say well okay well I want to do this and then we either meet in the middle or whatever so I think it's good to meet in the middle and do exactly what I want (laughs) do exactly what I want every time (laughs) yeah so but I think that's important also to like travel with like-minded travelers Mm -hmm. or at least meet in the middle with your expectations yeah well we even kind of did that before yeah I mean a little bit but I'm like but you didn't tell me how much work (laughs) does no I'm kidding um do you prefer dressing comfy or cute when you travel comfy forever yeah. always except for you were cute and comfy i we, try and i wish the two uh, absolute hobo <laughs> i try and mesh the two if at all possible i sometimes bring uh outfits that maybe aren't as comfy to shoot in if mm-hmm. i'm like shooting photos or whatever or if i have something a dress or something that i really want to take a picture in but maybe it's not the comfiest i won't wear it all day mm-hmm. but definitely like when i'm actually traveling when i'm on the flight or in the car comfort forever it does not matter when mm-hmm. i see when i see people like women that are in i saw i forgot where i was going somewhere overseas and a lady was in a dress and heels like legit four inch heels i'm like i don't even care obviously it's do like do your thing but i'm like i'm getting anxiety for you yeah. like i want to hand you my slippers because mm-hmm. you need comfort like yeah, this is a long flight comfy. And I don't know. I love being comfy always, really. Like, even the second I get home, I'm in... Same. Like, sweats and a t-shirt or leggings and a t-shirt. I just... I just love being comfortable. But um, definitely comfort over everything, I think. But you can also bring a few things well, and when mix you're it up. going about, yeah, it's just like day-to-day, I yeah. think. Whatever you usually wear, I end up wearing on a trip, too. Yeah, exactly. But one thing I will say is comfy shoes are key. Mm-hmm. Never go on a trip, especially, like... I'm going to go to Europe and only bring these brand new boots that I have. Worst idea. <laughs> yeah, that's Like, handy. I don't care. I don't care if you just have tennis shoes that are old and ugly. You need to wear those because you will die if you're walking all over the place and your shoes aren't comfy. It's the worst. It's true because me and Nick, when we go on just, like, little trips, we'll bring... <laughs> me and my husband share clothes, first of all. We're, like, the same size, everything. I mean, his shoes are a couple sizes bigger than mine, for sure, but... When he has, he has, we have a pair of Burks that we share that are like a little big for me, a little small for him, but we both wear them. And I brought them and he knew I brought them. So we went and he's like, okay, can I wear my Burks? And I'm like, no, I brought them so I could wear them. He's like, well, those are my Burks. I want to wear them to the beach. And I'm like, no, like, and then I, some ended up happening and he had to wear heinous shoes because <laughs> obviously he let me use them. And I was just like, yeah, we should have, we should get two pairs of these. And I'm yeah. like, why do we, and then the whole trip, we only had one. Like, we were going to the beach or to a restaurant. We didn't want to, like, put on different shoes. Yes. Uh, so, I agree <laughs> with that 100%. Also, he, <laughs> me and my sister share clothes, and me and my sister always wear, like, boy shirts. Like, yeah. We have, like, big van shirts or something. Yeah. Like, that's my our classic go-to. Or, like, band tees. Yeah. And I brought my sister's shirt that she got from the boy's side of the van store. And then... Like, the next day, I see Nick, and he's wearing it. And I'm like, Nick, that's my sister's shirt. You can't wear that. He's like, why? You you borrowed it. And I'm like, oh, true. <laughs> so it's sort of like... You're all just... And then he used to, like, borrow... Because girls always have, like, those big boy shirts, and he'll always wear them. He's like, yeah, this fits me perfect. He's like, Chelsea... I'm like, can I bring the van shirt on my trip? Even though Abby's listening, probably like, cool, that's where my van shirt went. 
And he's like, no, I want to bring in like this. We're sisters. Awesome. It's actually so nice though. That is so funny. Um, okay. How do you get cheap flights? Okay. I feel like you don't. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel like this question is asked so much. Well, what's your favorite airline? Okay, I love American Airlines. My mom has worked for American Airlines since I was young, so I, I just kind of grew up flying American Airlines. Um, but they did have really... That was the first time I flew American, and it was really nice. When you flew here to New York? Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. I, I like it. I don't know. I think we were talking about this before. It's like everyone has something bad to say about every airline. If mm-hmm. they've had a negative experience where it's, you know... A flight my, attendant was yeah, rude. Yeah, a flight attendant was rude or oh, my bag, they lost my bag. And then from that point forward, they just hate that airline. I haven't ever had a horrible airline experience, shockingly. Um, I mean, my flight's been canceled and stuff like that. Or actually, I have lost my baggage before. But I've never, I'm never like, I hate this airline, really. Yeah. But yeah, I like American Airlines. I, so Leif and I have an American Airlines credit card. And so we usually fly with American and sometimes they're not, it's definitely not like always the cheapest option, but we're racking up points. So it's kind of works out for us since we travel often. But my favorite place to find cheap flights is skyscanner.com. Hmm. Never heard of that. Yeah. Um, they basically shared this. (laughs) Really? I feel like I'm shocked. I haven't. Um, or Google flights. Hmm. So if you just go to google.com, you know, there's like images or web and there's flights a flight section and you can look up the nice thing i like about um google flights is that you can look up on a calendar like when it's going to be the cheapest so Hmm. sometimes i'll be like you know we're flexible we can go at the end of august and then i can literally see um the dates that it's the cheapest so that's something that i like but yeah both those sites are awesome they'll basically just find the cheapest option good to know thanks for telling me now (laughs) you're welcome Um, opinions on traveling alone. Mm, I've honestly never really done it straight up alone. I've traveled alone to a place and then met up with people, Mm. but I've never just gone on a foreign trip or something alone. Yeah. The the thing I was telling Leif is that I think that it could be good for people to maybe like, you know, go off, take a break, soul search or something, but Mm -hmm. also something that's so nice about traveling with your significant other or your friend or whoever it is, is that you get to share the moments with people because Mm -hmm. there's so many moments when you're traveling and it's, you know, that you're like, oh my gosh, look at that or whatever. And if you didn't have anyone to share it with, I feel like that'd be kind of sad, but that's just my opinion. But I think that it could be good. Like I said, I've never really honestly tried it. It's probably better for finding yourself and all that stuff. Have you, oh, you said you flew alone and you stayed in a hotel by yourself? Yes, to shoot a wedding. Oh. Um, like alone, but Was I guess I guess I guess for that I've I've stayed in hotels alone for mm-hmm. stuff like that for photography jobs back in the day, but Yeah. Um, no, I don't really I now hate. I get scared because I listen to too many true crime podcasts and watch Same. too many shows, but honestly, I've never really been much of like a I don't really get super nervous or scared of being alone, but honestly recently or lately I have mm-hmm. because I realized that at any Bad given moment, yeah, someone can kidnap me. Seriously. Okay, what are your best saving money ticks, ticks, <laughs> tips and tricks for saving money? Um, just in general, in while you're general, traveling. In general, oh, while I'm traveling. Well, just, yeah, whatever. Well, okay, first of all, 
kind of what you were saying before about uh, committing to a trip. You know, you're saying that sometimes you'll be like, oh, yeah, we should go there. And then it just kind of mm-hmm. doesn't happen. You honestly kind of sometimes just have to commit to mm-hmm. going if you really want to. I mean, if it's not smart financially or whatever, then yeah. probably not. But if you see a flight and it's cheap and, you know, you sometimes just have to commit and be like, OK, let's buy the tickets and we'll figure it out. That was literally nothing to do with the question. But um, (laughs) what I was going to say is to get to that point, sometimes I think it's good to save up for a trip Mm -hmm. specifically and be, you know, this is what I'm saving up for instead of just saving your money for whatever. And then you kind of feel almost weird or guilty spending on a vacation. Yeah. But um, I think just saving a percentage of all the money you make for a certain reason, whether that is a trip or something else, but I think that's a good way to save for a trip is be like, okay, 10% of all my money is going to go in this fund mm-hmm. for this trip I want to go on. Uh, that's a good way to just put it away and hopefully save up enough. But as far as saving money while you're traveling, I personally love staying in Airbnbs. And for the most part, I think they're cheaper than hotels, but it depends on where you are for sure. Also, if you want to save money, traveling with a group is nice because then mm-hmm. you can split the cost. When we went to Bali... Our friends Aspen and Parker came with us and we split the cost of a villa, which was, you know, obviously half the price for us. Yeah. So that's nice to split the cost of things if you go with a group. And another thing we like to do is if you do stay at an Airbnb, you have a kitchen for the most part. So then you can buy groceries instead of. Yeah, that's so a big one. When we were in Greece, we the first night we were there, we bought granola bars and bread and peanut butter and I don't remember what else, but just a few, like pasta and just a few things mm-hmm. that we could make ourselves. That way we don't have to eat out for every single meal. So that's a good way to save money as well. Those it's hard because my favorite, pla- my favorite part of traveling is eating out. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But sometimes, it, like I said, it depends how long you're going because sometimes if you're going somewhere for two weeks, it's like then you can just make breakfast at home and mm-hmm. eat cereal, you know, or whatever at your Airbnb but if you're only going for three days and it's like, you're probably not going to yeah, do that exactly. because you want to just like this trip. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we just want to try out some explore. places. Yeah. I feel like if I can intervene here, I feel like my... I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry, majesty. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> no, um, the biggest appeal to me of traveling is, yes, like these sites, these places, these experiences... But I just want to try the world's food. Like, I just want to try food. I love going out to eat. I love cafes and, like, because I just, this is so cheesy, but I just feel like it's the way that people show their love for you. And, like, that's, like, their culture is embodied in the food that they eat and how they eat with each other. And there's just so many different things about how people eat yeah. and make food. And so that what really appeals me. Like, I'm like, oh, I yeah. want to go try the food in Italy. I want to go to France and eat the food. Meet the people while you're eating food. You yeah. know what I mean? I just feel like it's a way better No, it really is. That's way to talk and connect with people. Yeah, that's definitely a huge part of traveling for me too. Because we're both pretty big foodies. Yeah, definitely. And me and Life when we were in Italy last time we wanted to take a pasta making class, but then we didn't end up doing it. Aww, and I'm sad we didn't because I think that would have been so fun. So yeah. maybe next time. Is Life a foodie? I wouldn't say he's a foodie. He loves good food and I think he appreciates it, but he's not one to be like Oh, I want to try yeah, this place. Yeah, we got to try this. He's just kind of up for whatever. Yeah. Honestly, he eats Reese's peanut butter cups for breakfast. So. Same. Well, not me, <laughs> but Nick does. I don't think he really He'll is He'll come out and get like a handful of tortilla chips and take some sour brush kids. I'm like, that's good. <laughs> that's good for your breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. But yeah, yeah he's he, like. Nick's the same way. He just, he literally said the other day, he's like, I wish I didn't ever have to eat. I'm like, oh. 
Yeah, what? I can and think like, of nothing worse. Yeah, my life would be absolute terror <laughs> if that was the case. That's like something I love so much. We're so different. I know. I mean, he'll go. He like you said, he likes good food. Like he'll try something. Like, this is so good. Like I love this. Yeah, but it's not like he's craving to go try different foods. No, like if I said, "Hey, let's just go to this ratchet place for dinner," mm-hmm. he'd be like, "Okay." Yeah, he doesn't really care. Like Whereas me, too. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, we need to go same. here. That's why when he asked me, where do you want to go to eat? I'm like, um, you pick. He's like, I absolutely will not pick. Yeah. <laughs> because. I know better. He's like, okay, let's go here. I'm like, I'm not really feeling Mexican food right now. <laughs> he's like, okay, then just pick. I'm like, you're right. Thrive. <laughs> right. <laughs> or somewhere that we go every single week. <laughs> like, right. let's really branch out. Chop shop. <laughs> chop shop uh, is a really good restaurant in Arizona. You guys should go. Yeah, it's so good. Oh my gosh, I'm speechless. Leif bought two huge things of Reese's peanut butter cups. He's absolutely obsessed with them. But he bought two huge things of like the little individual snacks that, you know, mm-hmm. not individual, um, yeah, the yeah, individual cups. And like Halloween like, candies? Yeah, like in the Halloween aisle. I'm and I kind of eyed him. I'm like, Leif, when he's buying him, he's like, it's for the kids. <laughs> and then we go home, and one of them, I'm not joking. Maybe two days later, one of them was completely gone. The whole bag was gone. Lafers. And yeah. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. Why are all these gone? He goes, he's like, oh, uh, I think Lady ate them. <laughs> that was a joke. And I'm like, that's chocolate. He's like, I'm yeah, joking. Like, oh, you killed our dog? Yeah. Thanks. But he seriously so loves funny. them. Yeah, him and Nick are the same. I'll go out in the next morning. I'll I'll get a thing of Oreos. I'm like, yes, I can't wait to eat these two a, two a day or something. Not really. I eat them all in one sitting. But... <laughs> I'll be trying to save them, like, throughout the couple, yeah. next couple days. And I come in, and he had, like, stayed up late doing a project or something. I come in the next morning, gone. Every last <laughs> crumb. I'm like, Nick, are you serious? I'm like, you ate all of them? He's like, I was so hungry, and there's nothing else. I'm like, you could have made a sandwich. Like, every bit of sugar in the house is gone. I'm like, a child. Come on. Okay, so what are your best tips for packing? Oh, gosh. I used to be a really light packer and I would refuse to um, check a bag because I was so scared that they were going to lose it. But since then, obviously, just with work and having to shoot a bunch of different products and clothes and stuff, I have completely I'm just I pack a lot more now. Um, So I check bags mostly. But if you're trying to pack light, I would just say, first of all, plan your outfits beforehand, which is this is crazy. but I didn't used to. I would just bring Mm -hmm. random like, oh, I'll bring these, these jeans tops and these, these tops. Jeans, yeah. yeah. What the heck? <laughs> and um, anyway, so now I, I plan my outfits very strategically, like down to the shoes, the jewelry, everything so that I know exactly what I'm wearing. I mean, maybe. So there's no wasted space. Yeah, there's no wasted space. With past trips, I would pack like that. I would pack a ton of just bottoms and tops and then I wouldn't wear four of the shirts, you know, mm-hmm. like I just would stuff would go to waste. So I would say plan your outfits um, and then also roll stuff. Uh, I think that helps like just roll your clothes. And then another thing that I do is when I pack hats, I've surprisingly got a lot of people to ask me how I bring hats. Yeah, I was wondering that too. Um, Like wide brimmed hats. I either wear them on the plane, which is kind of annoying, but if you don't want them to get smushed, you know, or I put them in like upside make, down. Yeah. And then I stuff the inside of the hat with socks or underwear or stuff like that that's smaller. That way you're not wasting a ton of space. Mm. And I just pack around the hat. Um, so that's something. That's a little tip. And I'm trying to think of what else. Are there any... Do you... Can you think of, like, any more specifics? Well, I that? was just thinking of how I fold mm-hmm. from... We've talked about this book a lot, but the magic... The life-changing magic of tidying up. The way that she folds, if you go on YouTube and you look up the... I think it's the Marie Kondo or... 
definitely Marie Kondo way of folding. Yeah. That's why I fold like I've been folding my clothes for two years and it is so tight. Hmm, I've never I need to look at that. Yeah. And, that. and whenever I pack right now, it's a mess. But whenever I pack, I do all of my clothes in the same. So they're like it's like sheets the of same paper. One. They can stand up like you fold them in half and then half again and then in threes. So it's like a little cube, but it's super thin. So it stands up. So if you have pants, you fold it, it like stands straight up. Then you know you folded it right, and so you can smush them in like files. Oh, so that's how I'll show you. Have you no. ever folded like that? I'll show you because actually, like you can save so much space wow. by doing that. Okay, so don't whenever roll, I travel, do that. well, I mean you can roll. It's kind of similar, but yeah. yeah, it just makes it like way more skinny. Yeah. So I've actually had problems though with that because I fit so much into my suitcase that it's over yeah, the it's weight super limit. Heavy. So maybe you don't want to do that, yeah. but it is super useful. And when you're folding in your drawers, it's good because you can see exactly like things aren't on top of each other. Right. It's better to be like on the side so you can see what you're picking out and you don't have to like unfold everything right. and then put it back in when you find your pants that you want. Anyways, that's that's smart. YouTube that. Yeah. And then also, I don't know if I think this was a question that was asked, too, is what do I bring on like in my carry on or mm-hmm. what do I bring on flights? So I don't have a video about talking about carry-ons but I have like carry-on suitcases I mean but I have an IGTV TV video on my Instagram that is kind of just how I survive long flights and it's basically everything I bring in like my personal item for mm. the flight so I don't want to go into every single detail but that's something that you guys can watch if you're interested in basically just how I survive long flights because I have been on a lot of flights overseas at this point and I feel like I have learned what works and what doesn't and the Mm -hmm. things that you just absolutely need for a good pleasant flight so anyway if you guys are interested in that you can look at that video look it up on jc's igtv guys how do you find things to do while you're in a new country or city you've never visited before i do a lot of research before we go so mostly on pinterest honestly Mm -hmm. or just on google i guess but i find a lot of places on pinterest that from other people's blog posts or just other people's posts because it can there's be there's a lot of blog posts out there yes i feel like for sh- for places that you'd be shocked to there's been places that we've gone to that aren't very touristy so i'm like mm-hmm. i'm probably just gonna have to go there and then see what's there but i'll look stuff up and i find you know these restaurants or go to go to this site or go here mm-hmm. and so i think definitely just researching on pinterest is a great way and kind of putting together a board like, I'll put together just a private board on my Pinterest for a certain trip and where the places that I want to make it to while we're there. So I think that's a really good way. And then... That's smart. Even just asking locals once you get there. Or if you stay in an Airbnb, that's another plus, is that in a lot of Airbnbs I've stayed at, they've had a booklet when you come in, and it will be filled with, like, their favorite oh, places or, like, the local so secrets. Mm-hmm. So... Or you can just ask your Airbnb host or your hotel. You know, they usually know mm-hmm. because they're locals, so... That's another good way. Yeah, talk to actual people that live there. Mm-hmm. So is there any last-minute things you want to say about traveling? Any last-minute tips and tricks, things that you think people should know, advice? It's like I just said earlier. I think traveling is so important. And don't let it scare you that it's super, you know, if you think it's super expensive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, one, you can save up for it for a while if you want to go on a trip to Europe or something. Just save up. And also, you can find good flight deals and stuff. Or like I said, go with groups to make the cost smaller. So don't think that it's completely out of reach because I know on social media nowadays, a lot of people travel. So I think it looks so accessible, but then people 
look at the prices and they're like, excuse me, how are mm-hmm. all these people traveling? Yeah. You know, especially younger people. It's like, how did you afford that? And that's another question I get all the time is how do you afford it? Which some flights or some uh, trips are cheaper than others. Sometimes it's just a cheap trip. Like we found flights to Europe for 450 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. and it's sometimes people pay for you to go. Yeah. Sometimes brands are paying us to go. Sometimes we pay for the actual trip, but then we're getting paid to create content for brands while we're on the trip. Mm-hmm. So while they didn't pay for the actual flight, the money that we're making from that paid for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how we personally afford it because it's kind of a big part of our job. But um, just a person that doesn't do any of that stuff or travel for work, I think just saving up and I don't know, just making it a priority if it's important to you mm-hmm. and not thinking of it as such a hassle a hassle or a thing that's not possible for you Mm -hmm. like it's possible for anyone so I think just keeping that in mind like I said it will change your perspective and I mean a lot of people do have negative experiences but in my experience the positive outweighs the negative by so much and traveling is a really amazing thing so I would suggest trying to save up getting out of your house yeah well and also people think of traveling I mean you definitely want to go to different countries but you forget about the places around you. Yeah. And you realize you don't have to go too far to like get the traveling experience. Totally. Even in Arizona, going mm-hmm. like three hours up north and being, you know, like yeah. you said, you went to that cabin and that was super fun. And so there's so many places, even this past summer, we had a family reunion in Montana, which none of my family's even from Montana. We just went up there because my uncle had a connection with a um, cabin there, but mm-hmm. it was so pretty. And I'm like, I've never been been to montana or even thought of this as a place that i want to put on my list Um, to go but it was so beautiful and so fun and the weather was awesome so there's so many places out there in the states or just wherever you live mm -hmm. i can guarantee that are amazing away yeah Yeah. or just like a quick flight away for sure yeah or something that i also wanted to mention is go on road trips Mm -hmm. like just if you can't afford to you know go on this luxury vacation just drive five hours to the nearest, you know, to wherever yeah, you can. I think this goes along with what we've talked about before, but there are so there's also no rules to traveling. Like traveling doesn't look a certain way. You can travel however you want. There's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong place. There's no right or wrong place to stay. Yeah, you eat. could stay like in, you can do whatever you want. That's the thing. In Europe, you could go on a Europe vacation and get the cheapest flights you can find and grocery shop and then stay at a hostel mm-hmm. for, you know, however much a night, $30 a night. Yeah. Or you can fly business class and get a luxury hotel and have a driver and that's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars yeah so it just is depends on first of all what your budget is what you can comfortably afford what you're going what you're going for what you want to experience so there's so many different yeah things you can do Mm -hmm. cool well i'm inspired i'm gonna go to bali next week (laughs) (laughs) book that flight um seriously so thank you jc for being our special guest today you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Um, I hope you guys learned something because I did. I've always wanted to travel, but also I am one of those people that I'm like, ah, traveling's not like I'm a kind of a homebody. Like, my whole life I haven't just wanted to travel the world, but it's been something that, like I was saying, I'd want to go try food in different places. Yeah. And I want to experience. I've always wanted to go to Italy just because my family's from there. But the more I do get out of my comfort zone, the more I'm like, wait, this is really fun. so good for me really healthy and happy like to go out and connect and see people and talk to different people from different walks of life it's just 
Well, awesome. that's what I'm saying with even being here when I was telling life, I'm like, I need to book a trip back here mm-hmm. soon because there's so many people I want to see and meet. And I've kind of gotten stuck, honestly, in being in a little bubble at home. I don't know with what we do. We work from home and it's so easy to just literally be at home all day, every day mm-hmm. for weeks. Yeah. And then you kind of crave that like human connection. And so once I'm out, you know, going to meetings and meeting with people and interviewing people and I don't know, just being out in the world, I realize how much I've missed traveling and just getting out there. So yeah, I but important. I also want people to understand who are maybe in circumstances where it's really, I don't want to say impossible, but it's really, really hard. Like you have other things, you have people to take care of, you have certain Family situations yeah, where you can't just go and travel and backpack through Europe and whatever. It's not only connecting in different countries and different states, but you can't go on a road trip even, like, connect in your own community. Like, get more involved in your own life, and you can still reap some of the same benefits. Not all of them. There's obviously things that you can't get from, you know, your hometown. But if that's your case, like, don't feel guilty that you can't do all these things right now. Everyone has a different timeline. Maybe when you're 50, you can. So don't feel like because you're 25 and you've never, like me, like, you've never been out of the country, don't feel like, oh, I haven't done anything with my life. Like, I haven't traveled. I'm running out of time. Because sometimes I feel like that. I'm like, I'm running out of time. If I don't travel the world by 25, I'm a failure. Yeah. I was talking to this lady, and she was almost 60, and she's like, oh, me and my sister are going to Tuscany next month. This is our first time. And then like, and next month we're going to France. And like, all the seasons, I'm like, wait. Yeah, you can still enjoy things when you're older. Yeah. And if time doesn't allow you to go right now. That's fine. You can work for it. And if it's something you really, really want, you can make it happen. Totally. Anyways, so thank you, JC. And we're going to move on to our That's What They Said segment, which is what we decided to call it. Woohoo! Okay, my quote for this week is, In between goals is a thing called life that has to be lived and enjoyed. Hmm. And I actually posted that on my Instagram a little bit ago because I just loved it. And this is probably something that... I don't know if a lot of people struggle with this, but I definitely do because you know me. I'm just very, I don't know. I just have a lot on my mind at all times and mm-hmm. I always want to go, go, go and kind of feel like I'm never doing enough. And then when I read that, it just helped me realize that your goals aren't really everything. I mean, it's super awesome to have goals and achieve them and want to be successful in what what you do, but there's also life that's passing you by. If all you think mm-hmm. about is work and your goals, then... Yeah, what's the point? There's no, like, you can't ever reap the benefits of that success sometimes when you're too worried about the next thing. Yeah, so I like that. I feel like it's pretty simple and self-explanatory, but I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's all about the journey, ladies and gents. So mine for this week is stop waiting for Friday for summer for someone to fall in love with you for life. Happiness is achieved when you stop waiting for it and make the most of the moment you are in now. It's oh, basically I love like that. yours. Yeah. But I think we've talked about the stop waiting for when this happens, I'll be happy. Yeah. When I get a house, I'll be happy. When I get my dream job, I'll be happy. When blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's just like, that's a terrible way to live your life, truly. Yeah. Because you're always going to be waiting. It's never going to be enough. So true. And it's kind of, I feel like when it says... Wait, what's the first thing? So, like, stop waiting to fall in love or whatever. Stop waiting for Friday. Yeah, for stop waiting for things. And also, I don't know if this goes along with it, but this is something that we just talked about before we recorded this episode, is that opportunities aren't always just going to be floating your way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, I feel like that kind of goes along with it. Yeah, yeah. But 
Stop um, waiting for something to happen. Yeah, stop waiting for your dreams to just suddenly come true or for someone to reach out to you and for everything to just go perfectly. I mean, there's been a few things that... <laughs> can't talk about right now. I'm just gonna hate when people do that. I'm like, I have a big exciting project, but I can't say a word about it. You're oh, like, yeah. awesome. Why are you even bringing it up? No, but I just think there's some times where I've felt like, why is nothing happening? Yeah, from why this? is nothing happening right now? Like, why is nothing? Why am I not getting presented any cool opportunities? And sometimes you just have to honestly like put yourself in a position, reach out to people, network, and like find those opportunities mm-hmm. for yourself. And so. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if that even. No, went that along. does. I I think it does because you're you're not waiting for. Oh well, once we reach this point, we'll do this. Once we get to this, once I lose this weight, then I'll start. Yeah, you, know. you just have to start now. Yeah, and then everything gets better. So just do it now. Stop being lazy. Woohoo! That's the end of our podcast today. Hope you enjoyed um, our little travel Q and A kind of thing. We love you a lot. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, our name is why can I not speak or think? Our username At is said podcast. That's where you can find us on any social oh, media. Or if you want to email, email hello at what we said podcast.com. I got rhythm. When I did that, they probably could not hear a word you even said. <laughs> Anyways, you guys like, know the drill. <laughs> um, we love you guys so much and we're grateful for you. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye.